Hello and welcome to a Norwegian edition of the Gambler podcast. I'm Selectabet and delighted to see I'm joined by Greg Browning once again. How's it going, Greg? Once again, third yes. time in two days. <laughs> I know, I honestly feel like I speak to you more than I speak to my wife and kids these we days. You speak quite a lot. My wife is getting very <laughs> suspicious. I think she thinks the word podcast is secret code. That's her name. <laughs> yes, so I'm going to have to let her listen to some of these podcasts so that she knows that I'm not playing away, shall we say. Um, and we're joined once again from Norway by David Wilson. How's it going, David? I'm good, thanks. We have just finished watching some of the Norwegian football, actually. It was on Eurosport here in the UK, so we watched the Molde game. Uh, they won 4-1 in the end. Um, yeah. And I thought it kind of flat, but maybe you thought it was well, fair enough. Aye, I mean, they've been doing that quite a lot recently. So they, they grind teams down in the first half, Don't they don't go in behind, and then in the second half it just stretches their legs with the substitutes they make as well. They've got a lot mm. of depth on the bench. It seems to be happening quite a lot. It's probably not a coincidence. And that allowed them to close the gap to two points to Glimt after Glimt won the big game at the weekend. Yeah, uh, really impressive as well. I mean, it, it was quite an even game. It wasn't a lot in it, but... Yeah, they've got a, got a lot of firepower and they're going to... Yeah, I don't think... They'll probably not get beaten at home this season. I'd be very surprised if they do. Mm, definitely one worth watching. So they are playing tomorrow evening. Another game that's on Eurosport for anyone in the UK who wants to watch it. Um, any thoughts on that one for tomorrow before we get stuck into the weekend's tips? Yeah, I, I, I just think... Um, I've got on both teams to score in, in a sort of... A wee line that I've had for a few games this this week, but uh, I, I just think they'll be too strong for Stavak. It's um, it's played on grass, which is one potential problem they have. Obviously, they play in AstroTurf um, up in up in Boulder, and uh, not playing on grass is quite as often as Stavak. But um, yeah, I just think they're going to have too much attacking threat for them. Stavak's defensive defensively are not they're not great. Um, they're probably better going forward than they are at the back and um, yeah I just can't see them keeping a clean sheet or being able to stop Glimt scoring at least sort of three. two or three goals yeah. <laughs> I wonder how long Glimt can go on though on this winning run yeah, I think it's got to end at some point <laughs> it does and I think you see most leagues you often find that every now and again in certain leagues one team goes on a, an amazing start to the season winning kind of four, five, six maybe seven matches but to get to ten matches in any league is quite yeah. something and it doesn't look as if there's any signs of that coming to an end I think on Sunday yeah. was the perfect opportunity for that run to end against the champions but yeah. as you say they kind of ended up running out quite comfortable see one winners in the end so and I, I don't see them slipping up tomorrow night so that will be most likely 11 wins in the spin which is quite remarkable <clears throat> well I've got them in the final leg of a treble so if ever they're going to slip up Ah, that's it done then. <laughs> it's more than, more than likely to be tomorrow, so uh, you can blame me for that one. Um, just before we move on to this week's uh, fixtures and games that we're going to have a look at, Greg, you've been in great form this week in Norway. Is that four days in a row you've had a winner on the Telegram channel in Norway? It is indeed. I might change my um, profile picture to the Norwegian flag. <laughs> um, I think on Sunday we had Strom's Godset to get four corners and that landed the nap. Um, 
unfortunately, a corner shot in Yondalen. I think they hit four. Um, they had three at half time, only needed to get two in the second half, and they only got one. But I think on Sunday, Monday, sorry, Sandez did the business for us. They yeah. won 2 1. So my venture into the wind draw win market <laughs> proved fruitful. Yes. Um, they were Never one nil down at half time. time. One nil down at half time. I wasn't saying that. <laughs> um, they won two one, so that was good. Uh, Hamcam are my new favourite team in Division One. I did say on the members channel that both sides in this match can't defend, so there's likely to be goals, and it finished four uh, three. I think that's Hamcam's played five, lost five, conceded sixteen goals. So we'll speak sad. about them shortly. That was an over three and a half goals. Over three and a half goals, yeah. Uh, Odds against. And tonight, um, we were on Valerenga to hit four corners. Which they did. Half time, there was zero. But with four corners, you've always got a chance. And they hit four. So, yeah, really pleased. It's going really well. And I'm glad we're here speaking about Norwegian football. Yeah, uh, it's another new favourite of ours and David's obviously adding a lot of info and insight to it as well which is greatly appreciated every week no winning bets just well yeah maybe maybe be a bit harsh on yourself but I did see you the weekend saying that you should there was two well you you did say at the weekend that you should be backing your own tips and I think you probably should (laughs) especially uh, the ones that win that would be a a good start Um, so this weekend we've got quite a lot of fixtures there's a round of uh, August League games on Friday there's the latest evening games over Saturday and Sunday and then am I right in saying there's another round of matches on Monday yeah double wham this week so there's not much time between Friday's full card and Monday yeah so just just I guess just to be clear then in terms of this weekend's podcast, obviously we'll focus on what we can in terms of Division 1 on Friday and yeah. some of the Azerian games at the weekend. Unfortunately, there's no corner markets for Sunday yet, so I'll likely put some stuff up on the channel um, before um, Sunday, probably at the weekend, yeah, for Sunday good. and for Monday's Division 1 card as well. So it's a bit disjointed this week, but that's just because the way in which the fixtures have landed with four cards twice this week. And there's no, no Division 2 fixtures out yet either, which I know we've not talked about much, but uh, there are some good prices. I text Greg on, uh, <laughs> on uh, <laughs> Monday morning saying, mate, I've just put Fredrikstad on 8-11 last night to beat Rosenborg. Uh, was it Rosenborg? It was odd. Uh, or no, Volaringa 2 yes. uh, tonight because uh, they won't have any first-team players out. And then I went and checked the odds, and it was down at, like, 2-5. to five. Um, so, so David and I had, a, had some harsh words. These texts must come a little bit earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm here as well, by the way. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Give me your numbers. So yeah, we've uh, WhatsApp group set up for, for ourselves. So, um, yeah. yeah, just feel free to share those whenever you like, David. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. Um, okay, so we'll get started on Friday's games. Um, I guess we'll start with your games that you want to look at, David, and Ranheim v. Consfinger um, is one that you want to look at first. Yeah, so uh, Ranheim, um, <clears throat> Ranheim won again on um, Tuesday night. Uh, they were playing at, Ham, uh, at Hamcam. Um, I think they were 3-1 up pretty, pretty comfortably and then Lost a couple of goals, a late equaliser, and then they went up at the other end and scored on 1-4-3. So that's them won uh, three out of four, I believe. Uh, three out of five, sorry. No, four out of five. Yeah, I was I was close. So that's them won four out of five. The only game they've lost was Tromsø. 
Um, Kongsvinger uh, won their first game against Hamcam in a 3-2. But since then, they've lost all, all four. And uh, Ranheim at home, uh, strong favourites. Um, one to two to win, but I've got them on a half-time, full-time. I just think they'll be far too t- t- far too good for Kongsvinger, who are really struggling at uh, this stage. And uh, Ranheim are even money to... Uh, to be yeah to win half time and full time, so I think that's a really big price for in terms of where they both stand in the league. Ranheimer second, Kongsvinger third from bottom. Um, <coughs> completely contrasting form. I just uh, I think it's a no brainer. I've uh, I've actually gotten down as eleven to ten half time full time. Yeah, okay, six five. Yeah, Paddy Power odds. What it's like. um, yeah. Um, so yeah, would you say they're two to five or so or thereabouts just to win the game? So eleven to ten looks. A fairly decent jump, just to be backing them half time, full time. Yeah. Are they likely to be a team challenging for promotion towards the end of the season? I know they're sitting second just now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it happens quite often that the teams that go down. So Ranheim are one of the teams that came down. They had a couple mm-hmm. of years up in the Elite Serien. Uh, the teams that come down, they're generally better off, obviously financially, bigger clubs usually, and uh, just in a better position to go straight back up. So you've got Drums at the top of the league, Ranheim second. Lelystrom are really... Sh- I mean... Well, that's what I was going to say, I guess. They, they <laughs> <but>. <laughs> given, um, given the forum that they're in, it does open up an opportunity for... Yeah, I still think Lelystrom will will be in the top three. Um, I watched their game against Osana the other day and they were... Um, yeah, they were started so well, 1-0 up, early doors, could have been 2-3 and then they just decided to stop playing and um, lost 3-1. So yeah, Lila's terms I think I've been quite fortunate with um, not backing Tromso at all this season so far because I think obviously they've played 5-1-5 they've only scored yeah. 7 goals and they're huffing and yeah. puffing to 1-0 wins so yeah, I guess my advice at the moment was they'll probably win games but in terms of goals probably stay clear for now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so that's the first one. That's uh, half time, full time for Ronheim. Ronheim? Yeah, Ronheim, yeah. Mm. Ronheim, there we go. You're thinking of <laughs> Every week I it's think I've got the name. It's one, one of my local clubs. All right, okay. You ever been along? Uh, I've not. I've played on the pitch. But, uh, They're based on Ronheim, <laughs> aren't they? Not against yeah. the first team. Yes. Yeah. Okay, next up we're going to have a look at Sandes again. Um, they're away to Stroman on Friday night. Yeah, so uh, Greg had had this down as a single to to win on um, the weekend, and they <laughs> pulled it off a two one win. And they're playing at Strimmen, uh, who are second from bottom. They're another team who um, I think they won their first game. Let me just have a wee look. Um, no, sorry, they won their second game. So they won the second game against uh, KFUM Oslo. But um, yeah, they've been battered by Osana. Uh, and Ulshisa um, and beaten Tromsø beat them on nil but it was really comfortable there was only one team going to win and uh, Shuras Blink who <coughs> newly promoted team as well beat them at the weekend in a game that Strimmen would really be looking to try and get results if they're wanting to stay up this year um, so Sanez who started really well uh, third place in the league and um, I just think even money even money away to a team who is yeah, probably heading for relegation. It's a really good price again, um and worth worth backing for me. Yeah, again I've got them slightly bigger at bet three six five at twenty one yeah, to twenty. So 
It's a bet three six five, mind you, so you shouldn't have any problem getting on there. But uh, yeah, probably does pay to shop around a wee bit. Um, yeah, as you say, Greg had uh, Sanchez last week, so they're unbeaten so far this yeah, season. Yeah, unbeaten, and, and they've actually they played Songdao, who were supposed to be one of the better teams. They beat them two 0 They've drawn with Lee Lestrem. Uh, they drew away Yarf and uh, they've won at home to Oud Garden in the first game, which is a four three Division One classic as usual. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, two one win at the weekend, and I think um, they'll be <coughs> expected to go on and get another result on Friday. Okay, and you've also got an over two and a half goals double that you like the look of. Yes, I do. As you have to in this league, I think. So uh, back back to Ranheim. <laughs> except from so. Yeah, except from so back to Ranheim. Uh, all five of their games so far um, have been over two and a half goals. They're playing Kongsvinger, who have uh, it's been a bit tighter. Those uh, Kongsvinger's games, they've um, there's been a, a one nil defeat and a two nil defeat, but the other other and a, yeah, two two nil defeats and a one nil defeat. So actually, three of the games have been under the goals. But uh, I think it's, I'm basing this more on Ranheim because the mm. <coughs> Kongsvinger are just really poor. Um, at the moment and Ranheim are scoring goals for fun I think they've got 16 goals in uh, 5 games and uh, yeah that's just um, at home they, they, they put, uh, yeah, they get a lot of bodies forward they create a lot of chances and uh, there's, I don't see Kongsfinger uh, keeping them out below uh, even 3 goals but I think Ranheim could make the 3 themselves to be honest in that game yeah there's been more 23 goals no, is that right 23 goals in total and uh, Ranheim's 26 in their five game. Yeah, oh, yeah, in their yeah, yeah, yeah. So plenty of goals on there anyway. Um, yep, should we go double that? Sorry, yeah, double was a double with the FS, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, KFUM Oslo, who um, are at no. home to Osana. Have you done your homework? I have done my homework. Yes, so, good man. <laughs> so it's actually, can you imagine, Can you? Ma- it's, it's, it's actually a branch of the YMCA. So can you imagine YMCA Edinburgh in right. the Championship in Scotland <laughs> playing against right. someone? That's, that's okay. So it's the Christianity for ending of the uh, Union Man. So yeah, it's a Christian group. It's the branch of the YMCA. Um, yeah, so... Brilliant. I'm so glad I asked. I was quite surprised when I read it. I was not expecting that. But, um, he sent me a WhatsApp during the week telling me they knew what it was. <laughs> I, I said, asked. Went, no, was no, so excited, I'm keeping it? it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was very surprised by it. So anyway, so so it's YMCA Oslo. Listen, I'm not going to be able to hear you tip this team without thinking of village people now <laughs> for the rest of the season. Yeah, In so, the navy. So to Osana, um, Osana who beat Lely's Strim 3-1 at the weekend, so they're going in full of confidence. Um, but both of those teams, the four out of their five games, have been over two and a half goals. Um, yeah, uh, I just think it's another game where you're going to see goals. Osana, I watched their game against Lely's Strim, I watched the full game on uh, on Monday, and um, they've got a lot of good young attacking players with boy who plays right wing, I can't remember his name, I think it was Stava or something, he looked a real good player, left footed coming in from the right, so I'd be interested to see see them again and uh, I'd expect them to be, <laughs> I'd actually expect them to, to potentially win that game and they are a really big price, but um, I won't be bet- betting on the single, but um, yeah, the over 2.5 goals is, uh, is worth it. So combined, I've got that double coming in at 6-5 or thereabouts on Bet365. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the right, right side of evens. 
Yeah. And the good thing now is, with obviously a full card on Friday and another full card on Monday, that takes us to seven matches played. So things will start to take shape and it should hopefully become a little bit easier now to identify which teams to kind of stay clear of and which teams to back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're already starting to see, I guess the surprise is that both Tromso and Lillestrom are the two teams who look the most <laughs> unappealing to go and watch, to be fair, considering, you know, the goals that um, have been scored in their games. Yeah, I think it's really yeah, surprising, it's... especially at Tromso, obviously. The fact they've only scored seven goals. <laughs> They're top of the league, though, because they've only conceded one goal this season. And that's the difference. I don't think they'll really care too much. Uh, five wins, 15 points. Look like they're on their way back to the Elite area next season. Yeah. Okay, and Greg, you've got uh, something that you quite fancy on Friday night. I'll let you pronounce the team that Hamcam are playing against. <laughs> oh, Shisa. Thank you very much. I'm uh, playing my um, new favourite, Hamcam. And I like Hamcam because I can say them quite easily. Just flows off the tongue, Hamcam. <laughs> so had Hamcam on Tuesday in their match, obviously, and they ended up getting beat 4-3. Now, looking at their matches so far, they've played five, lost five. So they've lost 3-2, 2-0, 4-3, and 4-3. After five games, if you've scored two or more goals in four of your five games and still have zero points, you've got serious defensive issues. <laughs> and that essentially is what they have. So they've scored 10 goals this season, which is probably about it's more goals than, I think, six or seven other sides in the league. It's three goals more than Tromso have scored, but ultimately they've conceded 16 goals. So they've scored three goals on two occasions, and they lost both games 4-3. So they've got real, real issues there. Um, I think I mentioned last week, Il Cisa, they predominantly, most of their good work is done at home. So I think last weekend I mentioned that Oshiza had only won three of their last, sorry, three of their 15 away games last season. At home, it's quite the opposite. They only lost three of their 15 home games. So I I think a lot of their good work will come at home. Um, They've seen plenty of goals as well in their games. They've seen over 2.5 goals in four of their five games. And three of those games delivered at least four goals. So it's a sort of game that you've got to expect Hamcam to concede at least two or three goals here, as usual. <laughs> and Ulcisa uh, will probably grab a couple. Um, yeah. But uh, sorry, in saying that, Hamcam themselves, they do score a lot of goals. So not bad threat going forward, pretty positive going forward, but ultimately can't defend. So looking at this one again for over 3.5, it's 5-4 to four at the moment. But I'm going to play a little bit safer, and I like the Asian goal line of three or more goals at five to six with bet three six five. So that essentially means, obviously, you get your stake back if there's three goals, and it pays out if there's four. Yeah, I mean that's quite a good way to tackle it. Uh, what's, what price did you say? Did you look over two and a half? Um, over three and a half. Over two and a half is four to nine or eight to fifteen, depending on which book you look at. And I wouldn't put anyone off throwing that into another line. Um, even potentially with David's double yeah, uh, over two, yeah over 2.5 so I'd be stunned if this game didn't go over 2.5 and I think there's a very good chance we'll see at least four goals here Okay so that's what, one, two three, four tips for Friday um, and all those games kick off at five o'clock 
had a few people asking about total goals market again. So Skybet have been offering it total goals market. I think we spoke about this in the I think the second week we started doing the podcast in Norway. Um, I think the first week they offered it and they said it as low as twenty one plus for the seven matches. Um, but what I would say they're setting it really high now. It's being set around twenty four plus goals. And although there's lots and lots of goals in this league, I still think 24 plus at what I thought was a really short price of 8 to 11 mm. was best left alone. I think on Monday there, there was 22 goals scored. So it's not just about backing this every week over over the total goals market. I think it will be dictated by one, what price you're getting, obviously, and secondly, what the total goal line set at. Mm. So also, I, I, also I, the I, fixtures. I mean, yeah, the fixtures, uh, absolutely. So I, I left it on Monday. Yeah. I think there's 22 goals scored. So I know there's a lot of goals in this league, but I, w- I would say don't get drawn in by the fact that there are lots of goals. Have a look at the market first. And I think 24 at 8 to 11 was a poor show and was best left alone. Okay, good show. Uh, okay, we'll have a wee recap of those once we've uh, covered Elitis Eden. And the first game we're going to look at there in chronological order is Mulder's game on Saturday, David. Yeah. Uh, so Molde are away to Sandefjord on uh, Saturday at, I think it's the first game, I think it is. Yeah, five uh, o'clock. Five o'clock. Um, yeah, and uh, so Molde, we just watched them beat Volleringer 4-1. Um, Sandefjord tonight were beaten 3-1 by Christian Sund. Um, Sandefjord had a decent result um, at the weekend. Uh, they beat Mugia um, and Darlene at home, which gave them the third win of the season. Uh, third 1-0 win of the season sorry no they've won 1-0 1-0 2-1 but um, Molde are just yeah Molde appear to be sort of stretching their legs I know they get beat by Glimt at the weekend but I mean Glimt are just a different attacking animal to everyone else in the league at the moment but if you look at Molde's games outside of Glimt uh, they've won 4-1 4-0 5-0 3-0 in the last five games um, and if you look at all 11 of their games so far they've been leading at half time in 8 of them and in all the 8 of them they've gone on to win so I'm looking at Molde half time full time uh, against Andy Fjord and it's it's 2.25 which I mean it's an incredible price for Molde against one of the promoted teams one of the lesser teams in the league and when they've been so regularly leading at half time um, I think that's price is really high yeah, so that's what eight out of nine wins they've been leading half half time full time then. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty decent. So yeah, sixty five at bet three six five on that one. So not far off what what you're getting there at Paddy Power, I guess. Um, and I think that looks fairly decent. Any thoughts on that, Greg? No, I think the stats kind of stack up for that one. Looks really good. I think it's probably a good way to start uh, match day match day twelve. I think it will be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, on Sunday we've got, what have we got? We've got Sarpsborg v Olesund, uh, and that's another one where you think there might be an interesting bet, David. Yeah, um, I actually put this on before uh, before tonight happened, which uh, Olesund picked up their first win of the season, if anyone missed it, in a 3-2 win over the other team that hasn't won, which was Stark. Um, so Olesund are going into this with a bit of confidence on the back of a former Celtic striker hold by Fred Johnson's hat-trick, his second hat-trick of the season. He didn't play for Celtic, in case anybody's wondering why they've <laughs> never heard of him. Um, 
But yeah, he he's got his second hat trick of the season. I think that's him up to eight goals um, now. Um, and one thing I have noticed is how regularly they're scoring in the first half. So uh, tonight it would before before tonight's game. I think they scored one in the first half tonight. Uh, before tonight's game though, so it would have been thirteen goals they scored in total, and ten of them have been in the first half. Uh, and they scored in uh, nine out of eleven games now. Uh, scored in the first half. So, San- Sarpsborg, Sarpsborg keep it quite tight. They, they drew now out tonight. Um, but against Olesund, I, I, I just Olesund's games have been so high scoring, pretty much all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, both teams have scored in every game except one, uh, where they lost one 0 to Sandy Fjord. Um, Olesund have scored in every other game. Uh, and Sarpsborg have actually, so they've conceded. 12 goals in total, Sarpsborg, but nine of them have come in the first half. So, looking at that, I thought, oh, listen, to score in the first half, just just to score, I don't care if they're losing 4-1. Uh, it's uh, 2.5 um, on the odds, so I think that, uh, yeah, you can tell me. I've, I've changed the decimal for the... I'm, I've gone new school with the decimal. We're going to have to change might. this, I think. This is something that's been bugging me now for a few weeks on this podcast. <laughs> We're going to have to get fractions back involved here. These decimals aren't going to work for me. <laughs> I can't handle decimals. Uh, so I've got them at 13 to 8, David. Right, 13 to 8. I mean, that's a really good price. They've scored in 9 out of 11 games in the first half. Um, the only ones they haven't is against the Rosenborg. Uh, at, no, hold on, I'm looking at the wrong, the wrong team. Looking at the wrong team. Uh, against Sandy Fjord, which they lost 1 0, and against Mjöndalen. So they were both, uh, yeah, they were the only two games they haven't scored in the first half. I just think the price is really hard to ignore when they're so doing it so regularly and off the back of now winning their first game. They'll be full of conf- well, confidence, confidence, but they'll be slightly feeling better about themselves. And uh, I think, them, I think, yeah, I just think it's. Uh, a price I can't ignore. Well, Sarpsborg are one to two, not to keep a clean sheet, so effectively one to two. Paulison just to score in the the game, the yeah. ninety minutes, so that's quite a jump. Thirteen mm-hmm. to eight, you know, just for the net in the first forty-five, especially when the yeah. stats mm-hmm. back it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's definitely one worth having a look at. And the last one that we're going to have a look at, Greg, is a Glimpse game at Stromskodset. Yeah, so I've had a look through obviously match day 12 and it's it's difficult because obviously they've just played tonight and there's still two games to be played tomorrow night. So I'm on Viking tomorrow at Rosenberg to hit four or more corners. So quite interested to see how that goes. Uh, Viking it at home to Christiansund on Sunday. So that's a match I'll probably look at after tomorrow night's match. Mm-hmm. And I think Bran are also playing Valring on Sunday as well. And that's another game I might have a look at in terms of uh, brand corners and Valerina corners, actually, in that match as well. So um, I'll have a think about that over the weekend. Once we get the markets out, probably tomorrow. Yeah, they should be out tomorrow, I'd hope, for the corner market. So that's left me looking at um, the league leaders at home to Strom's Godset. So Glimpse at home to Godset. What else do you want to say about Glimp, really? I'm not going to leave the point too much. I'm just looking at the results and it's just remarkable, really. 
Yeah, it is. So, so some of the key stats were obviously played 10 1 10, 38 goals scored. There's been <laughs> eight of their games have seen over 3.5 goals, six of their games have seen over 4.5 goals. They've scored three or more goals in eight of their games. I think five of their players have scored three or more goals so far this season. So, I think as David will know as well, there's goals being scored right throughout the side. And that's probably the most daunting thing for opposition players is that the goals are coming from everywhere. They've obviously got a strong front line, but there's plenty of goals coming from midfield as well. Yep. That said, they have conceded, though, in eight of their ten games. So they've only kept two clean sheets. And they've only kept one clean sheet in their five home games. So I think they're very short to win this match, which is no surprise. I think they're as short as one to five to win the game. Yeah. Um, and I think, obviously, they will. Strom's Godset got a really good result tonight, actually, at home to Bran. I think 3 1 might have flattered them. I didn't see the game. Uh, being, not at all. Actually, not, I, watched, no. No, I watched the game. I thought they were really good. Um, first half, especially. They've dominated the game. Uh, Bran, yeah, Bran got a really good goal through Coombson again. But uh, yeah, I thought Strom's Godset were it's probably the best I've seen them. Is it good? Because they went, they went to 2 1. Um, and at that point, I think Bram were on eight corners, so I think they finished the game in ten corners, Bran. Um, yeah. But a really good win for Strom's Godset anyway. It's a bit of a free hit for them away at Glimpse at the weekend. Nobody's expecting them to get a result, but I think they're more than capable of scoring, like most teams do against Glimpse, albeit it's likely to be a consolation. And going through the stats and obviously <laughs> Glimpse scoring form, I think there's every chance we'll see at least four goals here. And at the moment, we're still getting decent enough backable value on over 3.5 match goals in a Bodo Glimpse match, especially at home. So at the moment, they're 10 to 11, I think, with William Hill over 3.5 goals, which I think is worth backing. Yeah, I think you just need to look at any kind of goals market that you can get on in these Glimpse games just now, don't you? Yeah, I think what we'll see is you'll, you'll probably find that, and this continues much longer, over 3.5s probably going to go down to 4 to 7 mm. 4 to 6 especially uh, but, at home yeah especially at home so I was quite surprised to see it hovering around about even money mark and looking at the game, this game as well 7 of the last 10 meetings between the sides have seen over 3.5 goals sorry, game, sorry. You, just, you say about at home but if you look at their away results True. 3 2 yeah. 6 1 4 0 3 2 4 2 so yeah True. they're just absolutely on it yeah so it's a bit of a free hit for God's sake um, I think they can score and I think tonight's result will definitely give them a bit of confidence. Um, nobody's expecting anything from them. And who knows, it may be the, the week that Glimpse 100% record goes. Uh, it's doubtful, but you never know. Could be. Um, they don't look like relenting anytime soon, <laughs> they do they? No. Um, but we'll see how they go on tomorrow as well. That might have an impact on Sunday's game. But um, certainly... If, if that price holds at 10 to 11 for over three and a half goals, then it looks like a good bet for the weekend. Yep, definitely. Okay, uh, I think that's all the games that we wanted to cover. Um, you did mention earlier that you will more than likely put some tips up on your Telegram channel once you get some prices for corners over the weekend, if there's anything that you fancy. And also, there's the round of games in Oberstligen on Monday. So Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, actually. I think we'll get, obviously, a full round of games on Friday. Yeah. So that gives plenty to think about um, for Monday. Yeah. OK, can you guys just give us a wee recap, then, of your tips for the weekend, starting with yourself, David? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll start with the uh, Friday games. So it was uh, Ranheim to 
beat Kong's finger halftime full time. And that was San Nezulf straight win against Stramman. Um, and there was over 2.5 goals double, which was KFUM Oslo versus Osana and Ranheim v Kongsfinger. Uh, and the Elite Syrian on Saturday, there was Molde halftime full time over Sandefjord. And then on Sunday, it was all assumed to score in the first half against Sarpsborg. Good stuff. And two bets for me from the weekend so far. So at the moment, we are looking at Oshisa versus Hamcam on Friday. And we're taking that over three goals on the Asian line. So money back if there's three. And that's currently paying five to six. And on Sunday, I'm taking over 3.5 goals at league leaders Boro Glimt versus Strom's Godset. And that pays 10 to 11. Good and stuff. finally, I'd like to congratulate David on winning or coming second or first in the fantasy football is that right, David? Uh, I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> the Norwegian edition, I'm, I, I was in first place briefly, but tonight uh, it's been a bad night in the Norwegian fantasy football and uh, I've, I've dropped out. I was in first place first place out of Scottish people. There is only 34 people doing <laughs> it from Scotland. So, <laughs> But no, I did actually win my mini league in fantasy football, which was good. I got a nice wee... Uh, that's the Premier League edition. I got a nice wee... Uh, nice wee bit of cash for that. It was pretty, yeah. pretty handy considering uh, some of my bets didn't go well on the weekend. <laughs> pretty good. It's early days though, isn't it? I take it it's the whole uh, season. Oh yeah, the Norwegian one is, yeah, yeah but I won yeah. the, the English Prem one. Ah, right, okay. Uh, yeah, no, the that... Norwegian one, there's only 34 Scottish people. I'm thinking that we can whittle that down to about 10 that stay interested throughout the season. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, your if I become number one good. Scottish person in fantasy football, <laughs> then I can use that as my what a claim to fame, yeah. yeah. You can change your Twitter bio after, yeah, after you win that. <laughs> okay, uh, so don't forget you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84, as well as David. David, remind me what your Twitter handle is, please. Uh, Weatherston 11 D Weatherston 11 of course. Uh, and also you can follow our Gambler account at Gambler Tips. Um, if you like our podcast and what we do, um, we'd really appreciate if you could give us a positive rating and review on iTunes that would help us get up the rankings there. Or indeed any pla- whichever platform you listen to the podcast on, um, any kind of positive rating or review on there would be greatly appreciated. So that's us for this Norwegian football podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to listen to our other two podcasts this week. We've already recorded Greg's tips for Belarusia at the weekend and we had a really insightful podcast, myself and Greg chatting to Paul Petrie from Bookie, looking ahead to the Scottish season um, and covering some of the anti-post bets and a look ahead to the weekend's fixture, so make sure you listen to that. Um, and that's us for this week. Uh, huge thanks to David for joining us once again. Thank you, David. Yeah, it's good to talk to you again. Good luck with your bets. And, of course, thanks to Greg and best of luck with your bets for the weekend. Yes, thank you. Good luck.